0: That's right. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian Tian with your market view. Now, yesterday we told you about how U.S. markets are likely to fare this month and what Singapore investors are buying in the U.S. markets. Today, we are going to move away from the U.S. to zoom in on some key developments in Europe. Now, in the U.K., the British Prime Minister Liz Truss and Finance Minister Kwasi Quanting were forced to abandon a move to cut the top rate of tax from 45 percent to 40 percent for its top earners. That's seen as an embarrassing U-turn 10 days after announcing the new government's growth plan to stimulate the economy. And elsewhere, the latest Treasury forecasts showed Italy's economy probably shrank in the third quarter, adding more uncertainties to the mix and not to mention the OPEC and non-OPEC ministerial meeting on oil production and its impact on oil prices. Well, lots to look at today and to help us out, we have Thomas Roof, CIO Asia and Head of Trading Execution, VP Bank Singapore Branch. Hi Tom, how are you?
1: Hi Tim Chen
0: Great, you to, me. great to have you on our show as always. And Thomas, to get us started today, let's talk about the broader European market. They marked a positive start to the last quarter of the year. Now, analysts say economic activity has helped to ease jitters over more aggressive tightening. But how sustainable is this positive momentum really?
1: Well, if you look at the overall picture, in our point of view, the global mm. bear market scenario remains intact with uh, each of its region having its own challenges. Mm. Uh, for Europe, the monetary policy is uh, less of an issue, as the ECB still carries a, an expensive policy, as the interest rate levels do not disturb the, the corporate sector. Yet, uh, we see the main challenge in the, to tackle the higher energy costs, which have an intense cost implication for the corporates, as well as the disposable income of the consumers. And uh, therefore, the current market reaction is still seen as a bear market correction. Mm. But uh, we have to keep in mind the long-term opportunities created out of this energy crisis with the energy transition should not be underestimated, um, especially in Europe.
0: Mm, but it seems like it's not looking too good for now, yeah. And Thomas, uh, let's look at the UK. British Prime Minister Liz Truss and its Finance Minister Kwasi Kwarteng forced to make a humiliating U-turn to its tax cuts for the top earners. But the removal of the top rate of tax only made up about £2 billion of that £45 billion of unfunded tax cuts. Can we expect more U-turns in the coming days and weeks?
1: Well, For us, I think what's clear is the UK is still under immense pressure with the looming recession and the record inflation right. rates. And uh, the tax U-turn provided, uh, provided some short-term relief, but the uh, UK is clearly not out of the woods uh, and especially to restore the fiscal credibility, and that's where we uh, we need more clarity. And uh, more U-turns could not be uh, ruled out over the next few weeks.
0: Right. And Liz Truss, however, pledged yesterday that you know cutting taxes was the right thing to do morally and economically. But added that the UK government will keep an iron grip on the country's finances. The question is, how realistic is this, Thomas?
1: Well they have to uh, well if, uh, if you have a recession looming, you have to keep your mm. finances under control, and especially the exactly. inflation is at record high where they are lagging behind with the interest rates so there they also have to act uh, sooner than later with the next uh, interest rate increases as well, which will be another burden you know, on the fiscal policy.
0: Mm. All right, and Thomas, um, I'd like to take us to Germany. Uh, Germany, in the meantime, hitting a record 10 percent inflation rate in September, a 70-year high. How concerning is this?
1: Well, it's clearly underpins the, the seriousness of Europeans uh, energy crisis, uh, uh, which is largely driven by the higher energy prices. Uh, nevertheless, we expect some uh, support coming in, and where we see some should see some positive impact with the energy support package uh, next year. And uh, we expect inflation rates to be near peak in Europe. And we've seen the first positive signs coming from France and Spain, Mm. where the inflation figures were lower than expected. Right.
0: And speaking of that... uh energy support package, that Germany $200 billion energy support package to shield against surging energy prices. That move, Thomas, seems to be heavily criticised by EU members for being a go-it-alone approach. Why is this the case and how do you see things going?
1: For the European Union, what's important to them is clearly they want to avoid the fragmentation. Mm. And that's why they clearly emphasise on the solidarity uh, to tackle the crisis. Uh, It's important that uh, not every member state would be able to afford such a huge rescue package uh, as Germany. And that's why they prefer a a common instrument to tackle the the crisis in Europe.
0: Now, if you're just tuning in, we are now speaking to Thomas Roof, CIO Asia and Head of Trading Execution at VP Bank Singapore branch. Thomas over in Italy, Treasury forecasts suggest that the country's economy probably shrank in the third quarter and uh, will continue to contract for the following two quarters. Where do you see markets, especially the bond markets, moving?
1: Uh, If you look at the bond markets, we can clearly say if you see the further pronounced widening in the yield spread, it would be uh, bad news for Italy's public finances. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, we do not expect uh, imminent uh, debt crunch. Uh, Despite the rise of debt over GDP over the last year, the government. Interest burden has been uh, reduced, and uh, one important point to note is if you look at the the debt, has an average ten of about seven and a half years. So an increase in the borrowing cost in Italy will only affect the government uh, gradually. This has been a, a handicap over the last uh, ten years, where interest rates went down, but that's uh, an advantage now for Italy mm. that the borrowing cost will not immediately hit the mm. uh, Italy. That's why we're not so much concerned about the the Mm. debt side in Italy.
0: Mm, I see. And uh, Thomas, this making the headlines today as well. OPEC and non-OPEC ministerial meeting. Two million barrels a day in terms of the output cut. To what extent is this within expectations and what does it mean for oil prices going forward?
1: On expectations side, right, I think we can clearly see that it was uh, above the expectations exactly. but we have seen uh, what we have seen uh, oil already mm. uh, moving up ahead of the OPEC meeting. that's why the direction was uh, relatively muted mm. on the oil price uh, itself. It's important to look at the real impact of this two million dollar two million barrel cut uh, effectively it will only be uh, impact about half of it since uh, many OPEC members are currently run below the production targets such as uh, Nigeria and Russia. Mm. But it clearly sends a strong signal by the OPEC to counteract uh, demand destruction.
0: Right. So, Thomas, to what extent will this signal by OPEC and uh, non-OPEC members as well make it more challenging for central banks in Europe to fight runaway inflation in the region?
1: Well, with the the recent announcement, I think uh, we have clearly more... uh, upside risks uh, with a fundamental tight market but on the other hand we see a limited impact uh, for the central banks as we enter into 2023. The oil prices are well below the highs which are seen in spring Mm -hmm. and uh, we expect to see some positive base effects uh, next year as oil prices went up in the first six months of this year and at the same time the energy support package will kick in and that's why we do not expect oil to be a main source for inflation next year.
0: And finally, before we let you go, Thomas, it's central banks—you know, the ECB just held its non-monetary policy meeting earlier. Any clues we can get from the central bank's next move, and where do you see rates in Europe moving in the next policy meeting?
1: For the next policy meeting, we expect another 75 basis point mm. move in. October uh, the ECP uh, to stay firm with its hiking path uh, since the gap uh, between the inflation and the interest rate is still too wide and uh, we expect another one afterwards in December of uh, 50 basis points.
0: Right. Thank you very much Thomas. Always a pleasure speaking to you. That was Thomas Roof, CIO Asia and Head of Trading Execution at VP Bank Singapore Branch. Before acting on the information
1: on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.